How's it going and welcome to the Try Time Podcast. Stay tuned for your weekly dose of rugby league chatter, discussing what's happening in the world of rugby league. Hi guys, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast. I'm Colin. And I'm Matt. And today we're back with episode 7. It's the first one since the season started, so it's Super League's back, Championship's back, Rugby League's back. League One's not back. League One's not back just yet. But yes, first one in the actual season. That's not just a pre-season prediction or like assumption or anything. So, Which hopefully means we can stop chatting out of our ass and give you some actual information. Actual stuff that's going on. Talking points, reviewing games, looking forward to the next games. Talking point number one. Out of ten, how much of an idiot does he look dressed as a highlighter? Right. We're going to leave that. You've come in Hull FC's away shirt for the year. <laughs> Anyways, it's moving on to more face. rugby related matters. Yeah. We've got, we're going to look at the headlines first. Some news stories from last week or so. Then we're going to get into overreactions from week ones that are like a little fun sort of like game. We've we're got play. some brilliant fan comment here of yeah. what some of you guys have been posting. And basically, we're probably going to rip you to shreds. So keep yeah. posting ridiculous opinions where we can see them. And if we put anything in there that's just begging for someone to put a stupid comment on, please be that person. Yeah. <laughs> Give us all something to laugh at. Give us some content. Yeah, please. Right, so... Start yeah. with the news stories. And I think both the major ones coming from today, actually, being Monday, the day of recording. And we'll start off with Sean Wayne appointed the new England Rugby League head coach. Interestingly, the same day Kevin Sinfield leaves the RFL's England performance whatever job really yeah. claimed to have in the first place. You've got to think that's got to be correlated somehow. To say you? that Sean Wayne said he would love the chance to speak to Leeds regarding the coach position, we assume Simfield probably didn't want this, given he's director of rugby and settled for Richard Agar, the bald beast himself. <laughs> bald beast, oh, that's quality. Does this perhaps show a real inability to work together? I mean... I'd, it's a tough one. I think. What do you reckon? Personally, I don't think their managerial slash director styles work together. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the problem is Wayne would... Wayne on the international stage and Wayne on the domestic scenes are different. I'll stick to talking from an England point of view because that's ultimately what we're here to discuss. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Do I think that's the best thing for English International Rugby League going forward? Yes, I think that is... A good move. A st- definitely. A bold, strong move that I like. Better than Sean. Sean Wayne better than Wayne Bennett, I should say. Yeah. Although I think that's you can't... That's going to get really confusing, yeah. Wayne and Wayne. Yeah. You can't underestimate what um, Bennett actually did for England because I think it sort of just... It come crashing down at the end, but it was really good. Like yeah, World last, Cup, it was really the good. The World Cup was brilliant. The last one was, frankly... Kind of terrible. Yeah, yeah. But I think it just he passed his time on he'd done all he can with that group yeah. of players. And now yeah, I think Sean fair. Wayne, we'll see how he goes against Australia in Ashes. Just like to say, if you've not checked out episode one reviewing the Great British Lions tour yet, go right back to where we started, have a listen and have a listen to who I called as should be replacing Wayne Bennett as yeah. England head coach. Now to the person who commented in one of the Bradford groups the other week. Who's that tit wearing red? 
I secretly clearly have the mind to run the RFL. There we go. Right. That's what we've learned from this. But yeah, go check that out. Go check out his other episodes if you haven't already. I mean, a lot of them are timeless. They're just sort of He's not going to blind you with some strange jacket choice on those uh, ones. Yeah. Although he's going to talk about Bradford. I'll yeah, give you that in advance. Probably. You're probably right about that. So yeah, I think Sean Wayne overall, good. Good appointment. Good appointment, yeah. I think... Well, I, I think there's we're both happy. I know that we'll be talking about this come November. Yep, and watch November then. If we go out in the group stage, we'll be saying she never left Wigan. <laughs> yeah. Crap, blah blah yeah. blah. And then there'll yeah, be someone else. We'll right. Yeah, I think we'll we'll manage against Australia. I mean, I think as long as if we win one of the three, I think then that's happy days. Yeah. Uh, go especially looking ahead to like the World Cup next year. Hopefully. Yeah. Moving on to the second big story of today, and that is Luke Thompson leaving St Helens to sign for. Canterbury? Yep. I'm glad I got I mean, that one right. I'm going to say, I was thinking, could you get that right? But yeah, you did. It wasn't um, going to be that. I'm glad I didn't say Canberra, which is where all the Wigan lots seem yeah, to end up. Yeah, I think very good signing for Canterbury. And I think I've seen a lot of Australians as well sort of appreciate him and think that's a really good signing. It sort of mirrors a bit James Graham going from Saints to Canterbury. Exactly what I was going to say, the new James Graham. Yeah, and I, I think he's a different sort of player to James Graham, but I, I think he's a quality but we play good NRL player. quality. Big loss to St. Helens. Yeah, but I also think Saints, it's sort of that thing where it's like, wait, let's go win it again this year and then we'll let Thompson go and then they've got that many good young props coming through. It's like... Yeah, sorry, Kyle. Yeah. I don't this is going to be your big chance to permanently yeah. dislodge him. I, but I just think it's, it's like, they've still got Worms, haven't they? At least they haven't lost them both. Yeah, that's Touch true. Touch wood for any Saints fans out there. Yeah, if Worms are leaves now, you can blame him for that one. Yeah. I don't think he will, though. I think he's sort of... A suit. He's, a, he's, he's a, going back to Batley or wherever they got him from then for next year. Join Sean no, Lunt. No, I think it'll be. He's a sort of suit. I think he's just going to be like that Super League player. All, he probably stayed stay, stay his whole career, I reckon. Do you think? No, yeah. Be like, a bit like a peacock. Even though he spent a long time with Bradford compared to what Worms has spent at Batley. No, yeah, but what I'm thinking is as in like I, feel, I actually see this Saints era that they've got going on is very similar to what Leeds maybe had going on started 10 years ago with your Peacock, your Burrow, yeah. your Maguire. Which means this time next year we'll be sat here saying, how do you rebuild a club like St. Helens? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we won't get into that one. So, they're the big they're news the stories from this. Apart from obviously stuff that's gone on in the games, but now we're going to get on to his next sort of segment that we're going to have. It probably won't be every week, but every odd week we might do something similar to this. So basically, I've got them wrote, wrote down here. Prepared for once. I've actually prepared this week. Um, basically, we're going to do overreactions from round one. So these are the ones that I've come up with of sort of things that's like, based on the results and what's happened in round one, you might be able to like make this statement and say it, and we're going to discuss whether we think it is just an overreaction or if it actually could be sort of... This could, how could much be some are you facts. just chatting out your ass? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I'm going to open it up with a bold one to start off oh, with, God. right? Overreaction number one. Huddersfield are this year's Salford with Aidan C's season mirroring what Jackson Hastings did for Salford potentially this year. The short answer to that is no, they've not got Chris Wellham. <laughs> the long answer oh. to that is it's one win against a notoriously patchy Catalan side. Yeah, well that's why they're all overreactions. It's yeah. only round one, but I also do think that they almost the narrative's there for him to be exactly the same. In a way of like they're a smaller market team, they've got you sort of 
good enough players where you could see him making a push, but then they've also got like Haste. I think the talking about Hastings and Caesar, Hastings in the NRL did not do that well, and that's yeah. why he came over. Caesar, Pete, a lot of people have said, I don't know how Caesar's not still in NRL. Yeah, it's a like, fair point. So, and the, the way Caesar's played after one game, I think it looks very, very good sort of going forward. And then it's sort of like, I think. Hastings made everyone around him play better. And if Caesar can do that Huddersfield, I don't know why they're at least not top five considerations, definitely. I think if they're still producing the same rugby after five, ten games, then we start to say, actually... Yeah, and we start they, to sort of see a bit more up close. They yeah. could be in that fifth, sixth competition. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll be at top four. I don't really think they'll get grand final. I think that bit yeah. is the overreaction well, I think here. What you got to look at is Salford last year was really good, but it's like one of them of last year's Super League was not the quality of this year's in. Wigan, how badly did Wigan start last year? Yeah. And then they still finished in top five. Warrington dropped off towards the end. There were no... I feel I can honestly see this year, I, we were saying up riding about there's four teams that you're probably thinking they could be the nailed on top four right now. Yeah. Based on the first... I know Warrington lost, but you'd probably put them in that group. With Hull, potentially, yeah. And Wigan. That's how I'm looking at it anyway. But so yeah, you're saying it's just an overreaction. I say I think Caesar could be up there for Man of Steel if he carries on like this. We saw Rangi Chase win it many years ago down yeah. in the cast side that weren't all that brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Week out. But yeah, let's see where let's revisit that in a number of weeks. Right. So now we'll go with number two. Hull KR. Our top five dark horses. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> Go on, tell us why. Tell us I've, why. I've said it before, I don't think Hull KR will finish bottom. And I think Wakefield will. To beat what is, in my opinion, the worst club in the league after losing their main creative force to an ACL injury is not th- as big of an achievement as, you, as Hull KR would have you make out. Now, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, hopefully they're going to prove us wrong and not be in the relegation scrap. But top five, really? You think they're going to be next best after the four you just mentioned, Hull, Warrington, Well, Saints, that's why it's dark horses. It's not saying definite. It's dark horses, potentially, if they can rack up wins at home like Castleford that. Castleford are probably going to be better than them. I would hope Leeds are going to be better yeah. than that. Yeah, and then you've got your argument, you like your Huddersfield, your Catalans. Catalans potentially. They're gonna probably Catalans are gonna hit some form at some point in the year it after years like to think it that always seems to be the way it goes. Hopefully that'll be around Challenge Cup time again just to get some yeah. really interesting oh, dynamics yeah. going on there. But no, for me, Hull KR, you're probably gonna be safe, but this year's about consolidating yeah. that super league status. Yeah. Top five is probably out of the question. Yeah. I and I don't say. think there'll be too many Hull KR fans that even argue with me on that. Oh, one. no, I imagine... Unlike you, who they probably hate by now. No, I, well, I've, I've wrote this down, haven't I? Yeah, yeah there's an overreaction to yeah. take the mick out of Not them. Not to take the mick, man. You um, only take the mick out We've got another one that you'll be interested in. Oh, God, go on. Number three, Wakefield relegation favourite. I've said this since day one. Now, this isn't an overreaction, in my opinion. This yeah, because that's fans. what you always... It's sort of... I predicted that... Man, if, you, if you haven't seen my full predictions... We've already determined that I am the rugby league god of this podcast, so go <laughs> listen to that. That's exactly how it's going to play out. Oh, yeah, with Chris Wellham at his team. Chris Wellham, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So what you reckon just not elsewhere? I think just, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I think, I think for me, obviously, I actually in my prediction, I had Hull KR to go down, and I think sort of wait after that game, not just because Hull KR beat them, but I just think Wakefield, especially with Bruff injured, arguably the most consistent best. He, without them, I don't he see how they function as well. Decade, yeah, writing. it was. And it's one of the now they're looking at going with. Hampshire and Miller in halves, and I don't see I'm much direction. Walker at fullback. Well, Walker's Walker's out, yet. Walker's out, so it's Jowett. I've watched it, but this is through my fantasy team, which we're going to talk about later. But I did watch the interview with Chris Chester because I have both in my fantasy team, and he said Jowett's going to be playing fullback with Hampshire and Miller in halves. Which and I don't, I don't see any direction there. They're, Hampshire and Miller on their own, I think, are both super league quality standoffs, but I don't see them having that seven, that quality. At I think seven. Hampshire definitely is. I think. Um, to be respectful to Miller, I think he's about the Jamie Ellis level of player that's hanging on to Super League gigs. Potentially. I see. I can sort of see where you're coming from. On his day, though, maybe a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, he can definitely play well when it's going for him, but I don't think he's... Yeah, so for me as well, I don't think that's that an overreaction. I don't think it's an overreaction. I think that could be factual. Sorry to Wakefield fans. Going back to that point, though, about Danny Brough, to me, the one thing that came to mind was Aidan Caesar is the new Danny Brook. He's given Huddersfield direction again. Oh, yeah, which is what they lacked last year. And that's potentially what worked for That's what struggle Matt Frawley couldn't quite give them last year, actually. Yeah. Right, so we're going with number four. It's a big one. Go on. Sonny Bill Williams and George Burgess are going to be busts. Well, they're not busting through any tackles. No. I'll tell you that one for nothing. Well, not after week one, they're not. No. I'm... I'd be more concerned for Burgess than I am for Sonny Bill. Yeah, Sonny Bill had played rugby league in five, five, five years. And let's face it, a prop forward in Union would not last 10 minutes in a league game. No, no. It's a big fitness change. Now, it was quite amusing when he dropped the first ball yeah. of, his, of his Toronto career. But He's in all seriousness, he probably will hit the ground running towards the back end of the season. I think it might take a lot longer than people have thought. Oh, yeah, but I think once he gets in groove of it... Do I think he's worth the money? No. But I, I also... entirely a PR stunt. Yeah, which I think it makes him worth the money for that respect. Does he get that much in, though? I think so. I, I think so. I would argue so. My argument is this, on when it comes to Sonny Bill. If we're saying Toronto's market employee is going to work around Canada and America... How big a name is Sonny Bill over there? Because it's all one good promoting Toronto in Australia, where they've got practically no respect for Super League anyway, and that's for the, you know, the Golden Generation Leeds teams, the Wigan and Saints teams that have dominated in recent years. Not some poxy Canadian outfit in their first season. Yeah, I know what you and mean. And that's not me being disrespectful to Toronto. Like, they have not got a history behind them yet. Yeah, I think there's a lot on his shoulders. Who are they trying to convince with this signing? Because and, uh, for me... They almost, you'd almost say they'd be better trying to just get some big NFL player and sort of they, he'd attract a lot of American, yeah. Canadians. But then well, again, Jared Hayne had a stint in the NFL and he's not got a club in Australia. That would have probably been a better addition. Yeah, but then and you've got to look at... There's all the 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 logistics of all that as well, isn't there? So you can't, we can't sit here and say... No. We don't know what's going on necessarily behind the scenes. But I think... But I think when you're here in Toronto having a 23-man squad and wanting extra salary cap, as much as you know, not all of Sonny Bill's salary is on that cap, you have to question, are there priorities actually in getting a solid rugby league squad or 
or just you, or just some fans. The headlines. Because yeah. they they'll be in, if they're going for that second approach, they could be in danger of going down. Personally, I know a lot of people bad words have been said about Toronto, but I'm not the sort of person who's going to say out like that. I think at the end of the day, they're in Super League. Fair play to them. The team, they didn't do. T- they didn't seem to be doing terrible against Cass. I mean, I, I, I was. I did not watch the game live. I know you I was did, there. So I will have a bit more comment on that one yeah. later. But on I mean, part, to, but... to only lose by eighteen points, it didn't seem like it. It could have gone a lot worse for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the worry the... is the squad size. If they get a few injuries with a twenty-three man squad, oh, definitely. They, they could almost be cut adrift with Wakefield at the bottom. Yeah. Because we talked, because Wakefield's league run kind of depended on their injuries. And they haven't started well on and that front, not, have they? No, and Toronto kind of feel got the same problem. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I think, overall, I think that's an overreaction for me. That In terms think... of the George Burge, because we've not really discussed it. Yeah, but I think he's, I he's think come he's over injured, from... though, isn't he? But then why is he playing? Maybe that's on, Lam- on Adrian Lamb's shoulders. Maybe so. I think, I mean, Murdoch Masilla practically sent him straight back to Australia through yeah. the centre of the earth with that hit. Yeah, 16 but... minutes. And I'm hearing reports coming out of Australia. He was one bad injury away from having to call it a day. Yeah. That's concerning, even if it is just rumour. Yeah, we'll have to see. I think, again, I think it's an overreaction. I don't think you can call it after just 16 minutes. Sonny Bill might, pr- might come good in terms of his on-the-pitch performance. Definitely will. Give Toronto something extra offer, even if it's not quite worth what they're paying. Burgess for me is going to be one of the flops of the season. You really? That, you're making down. that statement. I'm going to agree with that part. I think Burgess will come good. I think Sonny Bill will come good. I don't think we'll really. And I think everyone will just have forgotten about this first round. In terms of their Warrington two fans Oh no, Warrington fans never forget. Oh, that highlight. Yeah, they're still remembering the last time they won the league. Oh wait. Oh god! Hey, right, Warrington fans are going to be sorry crazy. to the one Warrington fan that I definitely knew was a good big fan of the podcast. <laughs> we don't hate you, I promise. Um, right. So number five now, right? Go on. Is one like I want? I'm interested to see what you're going to say. Oh dear. Should Leeds have let McDermott go? Obviously, I know it will. I know it won't end of this season or anything like that. But I'm just going to come up with like a very a... short answer for that. In fact, I'll start with the short answer, then I'll explain it more. Yes, but they've not recruited the right replacement. All right, yeah. McDermott's atmosphere around the dressing room wasn't great. It'd, it'd come to his end, I think, Definitely. for me. Ferner wasn't brilliant. I think we can just say that. That's the thing. And then you sort of sort of picked up a bit with Agar at, time, at points, and then it's just, you haven't hit the ground. Oh, God's sake. You haven't hit the ground running here. And it's sort of, I can see how it'd be concerning to a Leeds fan thinking, we're not going forwards. We're not necessarily even going backwards. <coughs> we're sort of just there. What has Agar done in his career? Oh, I agree with, I agree with you. But then there has been signs where you've played really well, last, especially last season, there were games. He definitely played a good part in keeping us up. And, you know, I'm not going to take that away from But him. is that all he's going to give you? Is he not going to be able to push you to top five? But when your sentence that you pretty much start with is, I don't want the job on a permanent basis... Why are they giving him the job on a permanent basis? Oh. He's clearly not up for it as much as you want your head coach to be. I don't know what they're doing back in the boardroom. Because that even if he is, it's a PR disaster straight away. And it's not like you're getting a big name in who at least carries some reputation. And gives fans something to sort It's like Sean Edwards at Wigan. It's a farce. Yeah. 
I don't know what the answer is, and I don't. Wayne Bennett. No. You not? I don't think that's the answer. Just I just throw your name out there. It's an, it's a fair point. I mean, I would have said. I don't. You'd probably take it. You'd probably take it, wouldn't you? It's difficult when our under-18s have been dominating the league with brilliant rugby. And there's a big transition between under-18s and first grade. Yeah. But, you know, you had signs there. And now it doesn't look like Burrow's going to be able to be our head coach going forward. Yeah. Which, potentially, that is the spanner that's gone out of the plan. Could be. Is it, it survive under Gap for a few years and then promote him? Or was it? We won't, We probably won't ever know the answer to that. No, we won't. And it'll never come out either, will it, I don't think. Probably not. But so I you... do think there is a serious problem here. And I don't want to lay in too much on Agar after one game against a very good Hull FC side. Yeah. But if we struggle against Huddersfield away next week, which I will be at the game, if anyone else is, keep an eye out. You can tell me my opinion on Chris Wellham or a load of crap. <laughs> and... Especially Hull KR at home. Yeah. If we're losing those games comfortably, in fact, if we're losing against Hull KR at home at all, yeah. you got there are some you. questions to ask there about whether or not we have the right men in charge. And I don't want to turn into a football club that changes coaches the second it doesn't go, go our way. But is Richard Agar going to be Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? And you just keep him around just because you don't want to... You don't want to... Like... You just keep him around because you're There's a danger it becomes just... a sympathy card. Yeah. And it's like McDermott. Do you keep him on for his past glories? Although, granted, his glory is saving us from relegation, which is not quite the same, but... Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think it's sort of one of them where it's like... I think at this point, you can't say it's not an overreaction. But at this point, one. I don't... Personally, that's what I think. Results-wise, we're better than we were under Ferner. But I don't know whether we would be any better... Now, if you know what I mean, or whether Ferner would have improved. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think Ferner should have been given a bit longer, personally. Cause I, think, I don't you think you were ever the right appointment, I think to be honest. You see, your ceiling was a lot higher. Like You could have reached a lot higher heights with Ferner, but also the drop were lower. Agar's just going to give you that sort of... You're not going to get relegated under Agar. No, but you're not going to challenge, challenge either. Whereas with Ferner, you could, one week you could win, you could... I mean, I, I don't know the exact results from last year off the top of my head, but I know there's some games where you like you look like you could be one of the best teams in the league and then next week you're yeah, getting Yeah, they were to be fair. But so, for me, Fernand was the wrong appointment and we've never recovered from that. Yeah, I probably would agree with you on that. Right, so we're going with last one. Last now, one. Now, this is when you might not be the most knowledgeable one. Oh, God. But I think you'll have a say on it. This championship season will be the closest yet in the last sort of five, six years. Like, I'm think I'm saying between the top nine teams, which I have spoke about, I see sort of, I'm not going to list them all off. You know the top nine in championship ends really with Sheffield as the bottom nine is the ones you'd list off like Halifax, Bradford, London, Toulouse, York, Fev. You thought you weren't going to list. I know, and I've definitely missed one off. Lee, there you go. <laughs> um, I think the obvious thing to start is let's admit last year with Toronto. Yeah, because yeah. that's they, what I'm saying. I don't see there being that much of a big. Guy, the big team at the no, top. but I think that was a bit of an anomaly in terms of how far away they were. Oh yeah, certainly over the league season. Yeah, definitely. I can see one team running away with it a little bit and, and having this six to eight points clear. Who are you going with that? 
I think it's between three, which I know isn't very helpful. Which you said you've got. Oh, you mean when you say I you think, can see one team? It could yeah, be I any think, of yeah. Three. I think there will be a team that makes a break. Is what I mean by that. And I think you're either going to have Featherstone, who probably have one of the strongest squads in the division, or one of the guys who have a lot more travelling to do, Toulouse and London. Yeah. One of those three will break at the top. And what do you reckon? Looking at the results at the weekend, I'm thinking that could be Toulouse, if any. Potentially. Lee did very well as well, to be fair. Lee did well against the Dewsbury side. But Toulouse did well against the good York side, so yeah. that's what you've got to look at. They, and were, then... they were in France, though, I believe. Yeah, oh, it was in France. It's going to make a difference. Oh, definitely, definitely. But I also I would say, I personally was at the obviously the Bradford-London match. I don't want to speak about Bradford and all that too much. But no, all I'm going to say is, I've watched London, I was watching them, and they, they did not look. I know the pitch wasn't the best and everything, and Bradford probably Bradford played out with their absolute skin, but London only just beat us, and they did not look like the team of last year. A lot of turnover player-wise. Yeah. But I it's think they'll be good at home, at home on that big pitch, that big fast pitch. They'll be classed because they've got like Corey Aston. Whereas he obviously on a slower, smaller pitch at Dewsbury, he ain't gonna. But they are gonna have to deal with these pitches in the championship, oh, and if they can't, that's gonna be a big problem. Definitely, but also they have that strike factor. Again, I was saying Bradford, we probably dominated the game for seventy minutes of the game, but London took the chances, and that's yeah. what they've got, and that's what a lot of the teams in the championship. As I'll say, as a Bradford fan, we don't, we didn't have that. Why we'd have won. Um, they have that, and that's going to get them wins like it did yesterday. Scrappy win, scrappy win, but they got it. And I'm saying yesterday because we are filming this on Monday, and it will. Even though you'll be watching it on probably Wednesday, Thursday, but have you good. finished talking about Bradford? Yeah, but why I'm saying it's going to be so close is because Bradford are going to be up there. Probably not, right. but I think that's sort right. of. I think all the top nine are going to be amazing. Right, all the top nine teams are going to be really close. And it's going to come down to the last couple of weeks of the season from ninth to sort of at least two, three. Who gets in that top? One five. team's going to run away with it at the top. There'll be a big battle to try and get into the top five, and I expect one of the closest set of playoffs we've had yet. Yeah. that's a, Yes, I'd say it's not an overreaction. I think that's no. Probably. Right, so now that's all of us overreactions. Certainly now, that we've come up with. Now we're moving on to, I don't know if you've caught, caught the two videos of us picking our fantasy teams. So we've got a fantasy league. You can still join it now because we're going to be saying who's the top every week, and obviously at the end we're going to have a bit. We're going to get a prize sorted out and stuff like that. Shout out to Callum's mum first of all, who is beating him in his in his own league. Right, and I'm going to go on to this because I've got some. I have got something to add about that. But first of all, we're going to shout out the person who's come first. Yes, we this are. week, and that's over to Matt. Okay, well done to Sean Peach, whose team is currently at the top of the league with I believe 642 points. Very good, better than me. Very yeah. impressive. Shout out to myself in third. In I will third, take that. Well. I'm in about 39 for something. You're in 34th and 38. All three of my teams are ahead of your yeah. first place. Team, I just, so I'm yeah, but what, my that. other team is just all like, it's a joke. All Every player who's in that when team. When did Stefan Bratchford play? Yeah, because there's Bradford. no fullbacks who played for Bradford, so I had to put him in. Well, right. It's not my fault he'd be in championship for like God knows so, how many years now. For one, I've got a few bones to pick with. I, personally, I hate myself because I didn't look up that Tierney were injured. So that a lot, I got zero points for him. Houghton's injured. We all give him a zero points for Houghton, even though he's back next week. Gareth O'Brien didn't even make it into the Toronto team. So 
I had three players who didn't even bother playing. Maloney had an absolute stinker, got 11 points. So that's why I'm so low down. Yeah, if, if, to be fair, if you hadn't have had Cameron Smith at 86 points in yeah. the Bradford team, that would probably be near the bottom of the league. Yeah, yeah, but that's the Bradford team. That, no, Bradford that's team, a joke not, team. That's a joke team. The Bradford team probably really scored fans. more than the players in your real team. No, Milner did all right, actually. My loose forward, Milner did all right, because he scored. So yeah. That's, and that. But yeah, also, so this morning, got World Cup at half past six by my mum. Not screaming, but she opened my door shouting, saying how she's third, she's second, because you're third, yeah. second in the fantasy league, because she looked this morning and she was so shocked and so happy. So she woke me up at half six this morning to tell me. So that's how much of an absolute outrage that is. She hadn't shut up about it since I'm, since like tonight before we've come here. And yeah, I'm not shut up about being third. All she's way, now addicted yeah. to the Super League and everyone, what everyone, everyone's doing. <laughs> she has Mano Omar in the team and she was nearly crying when his try got disallowed yesterday against Leeds. Because uh, he didn't ground the ball. Yeah, I know, no, it was rightly disallowed. But, um, she, yeah, I, as well, I helped to pick a team. She picked sort of the players that she knows and some like that I suggested and she did better than my team. I picked myself. Well, that's so all. That's, that's on me, basically. That is on you. But yeah, well done to Sean Peach. Um, we'll go next week with who's the top. Keep going. You can just, like I say, you can still join now. You'll be able to find look on his YouTube channel, look at the videos that get all we'll the We'll probably post it again midweek. Yeah, we'll and get the it next up. round of fixtures, either on our page or share it around. So have a look on there. Have a look on there. Now we're going on to our last little segment of today of today's episode, and that's just looking to edit this weekend's games. What I've got, I've got all six Super League games. I've got I've picked which we're gonna do every week, we're gonna pick three out of the seven championship games. And sort of like well, speak eight. about the ones, three of the big ones that I I like sort of like my picks of. If you pick Bradford picks. every week, I won't I pick Bradford every week. Of this segment. I won't pick Bradford every week. Good. So I'm gonna open you up with a f- the first United's game, Warrington and St Helens. Very good game this one. Looking forward to it, and I think Warrington are gonna lose two from two. I think Saints are gonna win it. Is that what you're thinking? Yep. I've got a prediction that I've wrote down here, which is very bold, and I might put have to put a cheeky bit on it just because if it comes in, it'll get me some money. <laughs> Draw. Even after Golden Point? No, Saints win on Golden Point. Right, I was going to say, that's a very bold claim. If you I actually just, one. I think Warrington are just going to have to try and bounce back. And I think I could see them doing it. I mean, no Hill's going to hurt them, but... Is it the... Because I arguably think... Not to sound harsh on Chris Hill, but they've got enough in that squad that they can play perfectly. Just as well without him. Well, we'll find out. That's the, that's what we're going to find but out. I still don't think that level is as good as Saints. Warrington have got three games because uh, Hill's been given three match ban. Yep. So we'll have to see we'll how they see. see how they cut. But I think that's going to be a cracking cracker game. Yeah, I'm going to try and watch that one. Yeah. Right, and then we're going with we've got two games Friday night. So we'll start off with Castleford against Wigan, which even though it's a big game, is not on telly. It is, yeah, it's a big game. It's not, I don't know who's going to go for that. I think... It's at Cass as well, that's got It is at Cass, that is a factor. In terms of who I want to win, it depends if Wigan wants to play the number three and get him some fantasy team points for me this week. <sighs> Why, who did you have, who would you have in? Gildart? No, or Hankinson. Hankinson, ah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I, I thought was a very good pick, but... No, because you should have known that Adek were going to play in centre. Well, I didn't think Bevan would play fullback. I thought he'd play. If you'd have looked at, if you'd done your research at the preseason games, especially the one against Leeds, that's how they played it. Yeah, but I didn't watch that because we don't care about Liam Fowler's testimony. Oh. And besides, did we win that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's the only thing we're gonna win all season. Yeah. Anyway. So what are you saying? Wigan. 
Wigan, right? I've gone with Wigan as well. Sorry, Castle. Sam Powell. Powell's not going to be back, I don't think. Which means Lulu I will play at hooker, probably. Which means, to be French fair... French will play at six. Hardacre will play at one. And I should have Hankinson in my team. It'll still, somehow, they'll end up playing someone at... They'll play Willie they'll put, I to in centre. They'll put Blooming Burgess at centre, <laughs> knowing my luck. Yeah, we'll have to see with that one. And then we're going with the other Friday night game, which is the one on telly, Hull Derby. First of all, I, I wanted to get over and watch this game, but somebody's decided that they can't be asked and swanning off to Malta instead. I'm off on holiday. What are you doing? Going to watch Jared Samet play some <laughs> random Greek fellas? No. Plus, it'd have been a nightmare on, 60, on M62 anyway. Get a train. It's not that far of a right. walk. Right, what are you saying there. anyway? What are you, you can go on your own. Go do going to Wall on my own. Go Bloody get some hell. filming them for podcasts. I'm not going to Wall on my own. I'll probably get stabbed. <laughs> right. LFC, okay, uh, FC. Uh, this is going to be very close. I'm going to say FC. You're saying it's going to be close even though you've had Hull FC up and you say Hull KR aren't going to do that well? Or is yeah. that just because it's a derby? It's derby. I agree on that. If there's ever a game that Hull KR are going to play out the skin in, it's the Hull derby. Hull derby, yeah. I think, honestly, I... They play better in Hull derby I'll be than they do it, when I'll the Super honest, League yeah. status were riding on it. Yeah. I think, oh, it'll be a cracking game. I think Hull FC edge it, though. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that one, that, no doubt. Right. Saturday afternoon. Not on telly or anything. Salford against Toronto. So yeah, he, but he loves Salford, so I know where he's going with this. Salford, one. yeah. I just yeah, that's your second team, isn't it, Salford? They're not, can't. actually. Although I did support them in the grand final last year, mostly because they were the underdogs. But pretty much everyone they do. Unless you're a Saints fan, yeah. yeah. No, I do think Salford are probably the better team out of the two. They've got more competition experience as well. Don't get me wrong, Toronto was certainly in that game against Cass for the first half hour. Yeah. But... They still didn't look to have the speed of a Super League outfit. And if Sunnyville's going to make even... He's going to have to do a lot more than even four carries next to them to really get them on the front foot. Well, you know what I've got? Toronto. You think Toronto are going to do Toronto it? Can, I can see him doing it, yeah. Especially... I don't think Salford I can see him not looking... playing Gareth O'Brien as well, just to annoy well, you I'm getting in the he's getting, he's getting transferred out. So you're using your transfers about. already. Well, I'm tra- I'll tell you right now I'm transferring. I'm taking out Danny Bucks is injured, which Fair. means... And I want, I'm getting Richardson in, which is an extra 15,000, so I need a downgrade from O'Brien. Danny Richardson. Well, I've got to put Danny Richardson... I do Side like Danny note, Richardson. his kicking game was absolutely appalling at times. Here we go. He's kicked, really kicked a touch with fact. He booted it straight out on full. His conversion rate from tries was pretty poor. So if you wanted someone to kick conversions, he's not the guy to go for. Trust me, get Sneed. I can't. Sneed's too expensive, I think. I can't. I don't know. I've looked anyway, and I'm, I'm going to get Jack. My advice is get Sneed, but anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what? Toronto. See, I you just think, think Toronto. Yeah, I think it'll be close, but I just can see Toronto winning it. I just think Pack's gonna cost it. Toronto, in my opinion. Mm, could do, but is Salford's part that good? Didn't look yeah, good against Chris Wellen. Oh. <laughs> right. They've also got two in Lollahaya. Sunday afternoon. So, who knows? Sunday afternoon, probably the least anticipated game of this round: Wakefield against Catalan. Oh, this is going to be at the mobile rocket, not quite on fire stadium. <laughs> Anyone that's missed it, big fire in Wakefield City Centre at the weekend. Didn't uh, quite spread to the ground, which 
It's I'd say he's good, but to be fair, Wakefield need a new stadium. It probably might have done him a favour. Oh. Anyway, what? Even Wakefield fans yeah, say he's well past his stand What are you saying? Yeah. What do you think? I don't think there's too much to say about I this. I really could care less about this game, to be honest. I'll say Catalan to... That's all I've got, Catalan. You know, in the week of Brexit and everything, let's show some support to our European colleagues <laughs> on the rugby level as well. Catalan to win. Yeah, right. Last game, which you're going to be at, as you I'm going to be at, yeah. My um, one live... Oh, that's helpful. So the camera's gone off. So while Callum's doing a fancy edit here to... And putting some fancy stuff about how bad leads are. Because we've probably lost battery. Well, battery's run out. It's not It's no big deal, is it? We've not got long left. Welcome to the vlog for the rest of this episode. <laughs> um, what are you thinking? Oh, I don't know. At Giants. I don't know. Well, I know where it is. I'm going. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just... Unless I turn up the wrong ground, which is pretty the embarrassing. The listener's listener not. Listen. Oh, it's probably biased, but I'm going to say Leeds, I think. I've gone with Huddersfield. The only, well, it's probably biased, Close. but I'm going to try and justify it by saying they know they need to bounce back, and we're better to do it than the place where we turned that helicopter around within a minute of the DW a few years back. Mm. And, yeah, to be fair, our kick returns weren't the worst. That was not what was wrong with that game. So in terms of dealing with Aidan Caesar... I think we'll be better prepared than some others in the league. Yeah, I would say so. But I think it'll be close. I just see Huddersfield you know. We nearly always lose at Huddersfield, so it won't surprise yeah. me if we did. Right, so that's Super League predictions. Now we're just going to go on to the three championship games I've picked. So first we've got Saturday afternoon, Lee against Sheffield. Lee. Lee. Is that just one word answer, Lee? I'm yep. gonna go, I've gone Lee as well. Sheffield I look, look good, but they've got a tough start. Um, played Halifax last week, which was a close, ga- close game. Came down to why it only just lost that, unluckily. And, but Lee, I just see him. I think they've got some quality this year. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, they'll be, I think it could be a close game, but at Lee as well. Lee's first home game at season. Fans are going to be behind him. But no doubt it'll be busy. Yeah, it's going to be Lee. Yeah, Lee, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Sorry, Sheffield. York against Bradford at York. York. One more, that. So I've tried to not be biased. I've gone with Bradford because I just think... How do those two things in the same sense? You just went with Leeds. Yeah, I, but I admitted it was probably partially down to bias. Both teams are going to want a win after a tough loss the week before, but I hope I just hope Bradford can sort of pull it together, and especially with York without Connor Robinson, who's banned, who's banned. I think that he's one of their best players, if not their best player. So I think that just gives Jimmy Kynost hat trick. Oh, Chris Clarkson to set him up. <laughs> It'll be a close one. But I'm I've gone with Bradford. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going York. I'm sticking yeah. to that. Right, Sunday. Another one on Sunday afternoon. Fev Halifax. Fev. I've gone with Fev at Fev as well. I think they'll be one of the top teams this year. Yeah, like with Halifax. Few on that, we? Distinctly upper mid table in my opinion. Yeah, in this in the in the conversation, but like close against Sheffield. They're gonna need a big run of form and some big results to get top five. I think Featherstone are probably one of the favourites. So for that reason. Yeah, I think that's fair. And honestly, I think that's... And that's the that, most in-depth championship prediction I think I've ever given. Yeah, probably so, is. And I think that wraps up this week's podcast. At this point, vlog. Well, not a vlog, it's just a it's pure well, audio. Yeah, we've got it's no video, pure, that's even worse. It's just an og. <laughs> it's pure audio. But, ah, it died later on. So... If you're on Spotify, you're probably thinking, who cares, but... Yeah, you've probably already switched off. But probably. What we're going to do... So Second I, you mentioned Brad. Right, schedule-wise, we're going to have... Try and get this podcast out every single Wednesday, every week. 
Right, the mic's telling me well, it's sliding all over the place. It's telling me we need to finish it now. That's because you keep whacking the so pop filter we, again. We've got this every, and then we're going to try and get a video out every Saturday, which is just going to be a YouTube video. Which, if you're listening to this, go check them out because we have put out some trivia, trivia ones on their own, some prediction videos like championship prediction. We've done the fantasy, and we've got so many more ideas coming up that. It's worth going over there and We did have another one recorded, but my throat died halfway through so and that it absolutely got messed up the audio. But we'll so we are going to have to retake that one. We can tell them what that is. We can do, yeah. Um, it is the Huddersfield 2013 League Leaders. Where are they now? So we're going for every single player, all the main players in the squad. Yeah. Where are they now? And it just sort of, we've got, we've got so many ideas to do that with so many different teams. So we'd If love you have any teams you want to see, let us know because yeah. we can. Also, any interaction, if you're enjoying the podcast now, if you're listening and enjoying, contact us, put on Facebook, Twitter, in the comments below, we'll get back to you, we love interacting with you, and you know, I think that's about it. And give it? us some stupid comments to do with yeah, a special stupid show, comments, at the end, yeah. the, that's going to be at the end of each month, hopefully starting with one at the end of Feb, so keep an eye out for that one, yeah. and if you've got any good names for that, again, let us know. Yeah, so yeah, thanks for watching, and we'll see you later. Goodbye.